0: My name is Birga. Welcome to Hungry to Learn. Kind of curious to know, have you or your business ever been involved in a fake news story? I was thinking about it again this morning because of a conversation we had in my small group. Somebody said the phrase, there is no forgiveness in social media. And it got me thinking and it reminded me of a time many months ago when my extended family got involved in a fake news story. So what does that look like? Well, I'll give you a few details. So my sister-in-law showed me a Facebook post, and it had several pictures in them. One, there was a picture of a pickup truck, and there was information under the photo about the theft of this truck. And then the next picture was a picture of my nephew and his very best friend. And I was bewildered. I read through the post. I was trying to understand what was being said. So the person who initially posted these series of pictures believed that my nephew and his friend were responsible for the theft of their pickup truck. I could not, in the for the world, figure out why this had happened, and I know the character of my nephew. This is the farthest thing from anything he would ever do. So I talked to my sister-in-law, was trying to figure out what had happened. So apparently, my nephew and his friend were out and about doing things that teenage boys do, and I don't mean in a negative way. They were just out hanging out And they found a phone, like literally found it laying on the ground. And they thought it would be hilarious to take a few pictures. I guess you can, without the unlock code, this was news to me, I guess you can take pictures, but you can't unlock the phone. So they took some stupid selfies and then put the phone right back where they found it. Well, the owner of the phone used the GPS feature to find the phone, picked it up, knowing that the phone had been in the stolen pickup truck, and when they uncovered the photos of my nephew and his friend, made the assumption that those were the two that had stolen the vehicle. Now, this went all over Facebook really quickly because the friends of the family who had had their vehicle stolen, they wanted to help find this vehicle so next thing I know is all over the place blowing up and you just see this this f- picture of my nephew and his friend posted again and again, did anyone know these boys, please report to police, my truck has been stolen and you can get where this is gone. And the comments were brutal. The comments underneath the photo were horrible. Assuming these people knew the character of these two boys, assuming, you know, they were hoodlums and, you know, probably stole lots of other cars and just the things that are said in boldness because we think we are somehow anonymous on social media just is bewildering to me. But anyway, you know, fast forwarding in the story, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law quickly realized what was going on and they called the police. They had the police come over to interview my nephew and his friend to express the whole story and say exactly what had happened so that they would be cleared of any association of, you know, this truck being stolen. And then what happens? Well, I don't know if the truck was ever found, honestly. I didn't follow up to because to, I wasn't personal friends with the individuals whose, whose vehicle had been stolen. But I will tell you, for the hundreds and thousands of comments, the nasty comments that were posted that went through multiple people's Facebook feeds, I don't think ever once did anybody come back and say, oh, I'm so sorry, I was wrong. You know, false alarm, those were not the boys associated with the, the theft of the truck. I'm so sorry, please forgive me. It just doesn't happen, right? Forgiveness doesn't really happen on social media, or at least not with with any regularity. And then when my girls were involved in the car accident, the story made local news, and the local news posted the story on their social media page. And I remember looking at the comments under that story and being mortified that people in their boldness were saying things like, stupid teenagers, probably texting and driving, comments like, serves them right. And I'm thinking to myself, how could someone be so cruel, so heartless, serves them right to get in a rollover collision when you have no idea what was happening in that car, you have no idea the character of the people whom you are attacking, you have no idea the trauma that that family endured, How could you possibly say something so cutting and so mean? Once again, I couldn't imagine that person after... Well, the person wouldn't take the time to learn about our family. But even if they had, can you imagine them then later going back and posting something, a comment saying, I'm so sorry. I've learned the full situation. Please forgive me. That is not the character of this family. That is not the situation with these girls. I shouldn't have said such words really unlikely to happen, right? So does forgiveness happen on social media? Maybe you and your family have been involved in something similar to this. Maybe your business has been caught up in something like this. Maybe someone has left a scathing review or shamed you or your employee or your product or your your professionalism, whatever the case may be. What is our response as faith-based leaders in the community towards ugliness on social media? I don't think we can come up with a universal one-size-fits-all answer, but I certainly would encourage you to be a person of grace and to really assess carefully what your response is going to be. I think so many times in our flesh, it's really natural to want to lash back and slam somebody back. Like, how dare you? You don't know the situation, whatever. But it just perpetuates the cycle of ugliness. And maybe the appropriate answer is to say nothing at all. In fact, that's probably 9 times out of 10 going to be the most appropriate response. But if you feel led to respond, I would challenge you to respond in kindness and to respond in forgiveness. And maybe we can set the tone as leaders, as Christian leaders in our community that we can begin to introduce the concept of forgiveness in social media. It may not impact people, you know, across the board, but maybe one, maybe one is watching they are seeing what your response is going to be, and they see your grace, and they see your forgiveness, and they see your attitude of kindness, and maybe it impacts the one. I know it's not very far-reaching sometimes, and it's discouraging to think how much damage can be done by those ugly comments that, of course, we want to defend, and of course, we want to you know, preserve our own, but we're not going to reach the masses with a rebuttal or an ugly rebuttal but we may reach the one with a message of forgiveness. So as always, just something for you to consider. I always appreciate you hanging out with me right here on Hungry to Learn. And there's always more at hungrytolearn.com.